here, Bob and Ray. Ray can hear you, though, huh? Welcome, everybody, to a brand new program. Another program in the new series, same series, but another week in the same series. It's a very serious program, in fact. We, it is serious today because our contest is definitely closed. Yes, we announced on Saturday, for those of you who still plan to send in entries, that we had our ten, the first ten right answers to the mystery band thing, and we still had some returns this morning. So yes, if you weren't listening yes, last indeed. week, we're telling you that again today. The mail has been flooding it here, Bob. And I understand they put on three new mailmen today to carry the load. Well, I don't know about that, but uh, I'd like to mention those winners' names again today. Bob Miller of Chestnut Hill was one. He's here with us, as a matter of fact. He dropped in this morning, and we may hear from him later. Mrs. Joseph Lyons of Dorchester, Mrs. Gilmore of Lynn, Mrs. Touchet, Touchet of Medford. I don't know why I always worry about that one. Touche? No. E-T-T-E. Touche. Mm -hmm. D.A. Scully of Cambridge. Mrs. Paul Bauer of Norfolk Downs was a winner. Mrs. Louise Roberta of Cohasset was a winner. Oh, wait what? 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 Hold on right there. I don't know Mrs. Roberta, but she is a winner. Miss Anna Goyette of Bedford is another one. Eugene Levine of Brighton. He could belong to my name as a poem club, couldn't he? Mrs. Rita Dace of North Quincy. I suppose of the ten winners. They have been notified by mail. They should receive their prizes within a few days. Those prizes included one. Uh, uh, it was, uh, let me see. Uh, box of Cynthia box Sweets. Box of Cynthia Sweets. Candy. Candy. Right. And uh, another one was uh, two Number two was uh, State or Theater. Two tickets to Theater. Low State or Orpheum. Low State or Orpheum. Red Danube. For the uh, motion picture, the Red Band, right? Three of the latest MGM record releases, and there were let's see, I think it was uh, three, three or four, maybe three, three, <laughs> right? Uh, record releases by a well-known company, MGM. Oh, MGM. Then we had uh, a, a famous fried clam dinner at Maury Pearl's restaurant in Quincy. <laughs> that was another prize. Then there was some kind of a meal or, or something like that at a South Shore. Uh, Dining Maury Pearls in Cleveland. I think it was uh, fried clam dinner. Oh, we have it. Then two tickets to any ballroom where Freddie Soterial and his band and are appearing. One of the local orchestras uh, is offering tickets. Freddie Soterial's oh, band. Freddie Soterial's band was offering tickets. But can't you be more on the ball? <laughs> You're supposed to have rehearsed all of this and been able to repeat the Matheny in rapid succession. But, but I had everything long. down right, though. Yes, you had everything right. We uh, could have a cigarette and get that out of the way. We've got to play that mystery tune again, and we hope before the half hour is over to have the band leader who directed that combination. I here with Jones. us at this very microphone. Isham Jones. No, it isn't Isham Jones. Uh, Al Newman in his orchestra. No, it isn't. Uh, um, no, and it isn't, <laughs> isn't Chester Memory either. But let's have a Chesterfield, and then we'll play the rest. Chesterfield over and over again. Chesterfield satisfied him and the men. Milder, much milder, all smokers agree. Always by Chesterfield, A, B, B. I understand, Albert, that you're doing the sports uh, 
sports warm-up time today for Leo Egan, who happens to be in New York for some reason. I am Leo Egan today. You are Leo Egan. Right. I uh, think there's some kind of a crucial contest about to take place in Gotham. And for that, in New York, there's going to be a ball game. We in radio call happens. it Gotham. Okay. There's going to be a crucial uh, gr- uh, contest. Yes, between who? Between the league-tied New York Yankees and league-tied McCarthy men. Right. And, and, the, and the Red Sox. Well, the Red three teams. Nobody calls them the Red Sox. Today will be the game. Good morning, Norman. Today will be the game which will really, oh, let really? Us know how the rest of the season is going to go. Norm, you have anything particular over there that you... Letter for Al Burns. This is the first one I've got here since I've been at the station. You dare, dare to open this and read it on the air? <laughs> I will. I'll read it over silently first. You will, huh? That's always a safe. Come have one there for me, too? Oh, yeah. Uh, this is for you, though, Norm. This That's comes me. from Charles Dinsmore, who is now in Machias, Maine. Alan Martin is in the red light. Uh, this is not a local post office. Can't you please send some of the money you owe me? Well, this time, no here or something. If you let me, I'll try to get okay, the for two of the long delays between letters. Well, I tell you, while we're reading our mail, why don't we listen to our mystery record? A check. I went into hibernation. I saw I had one. Not because of the check, but because Here's our mystery record. Cover me up with the sunshine of Virginia. It's all coming through all right, friends.
cover me up with the sunshine of Virginia, which was our mystery song last week. The song was no mystery, but the band was. Uh, be reminded again that the contest is over. We have our ten winners. We will. We have announced their names, and we will announce the name of the band, the correct answer, a little bit later this afternoon. See if you can play some music that's a little more up to date. Will you, Ken? Bill? Song from 1929. That's about five years after that one came out. from the agency which handles Cynthia Sweets there. And I'm happy to say that piece of coffee is still in use. We've got news for all of our Cynthia Sweets fans. Yeah. And it's for Cynthia Sweets has perfected a new product which we know all of you will enjoy as much as we do. So far I haven't heard anything new. It's the Cynthia Sweets Coconut Cream Bar, a delicious pure coconut cream bar, Cynthia Sweets' own blend and formula, which makes it the best-tasting five-cent candy bar your mouth has ever watered for. Pardon me, Bob, but I think, I think that I've heard that on the radio, oh, a couple of times You might before. have heard it once or twice. 
If you've tasted the rest, though, now taste the best. Cynthia Sweet's Coconut Cream Bar is a quality serving of candy backed by the fine name of Cynthia, famous in candy for over 50 years. Now it's 51 since we got this copy the first time. You can get this new five-cent Cynthia Sweet's Coconut Cream Bar at drugstores and at candy counters everywhere. Ask for it. If your dealer has not stocked it as yet, we say demand it. Your friends, if you've tasted the rest, now taste the best. Buy several bars at your favorite candy counter today and treat the whole family. In other words, if you have five in your family, buy five bars. If you have four, buy four bars. What if you have uh, 14? Buy 14 bars. What if you had six? Six bars. See, it works. 13. 13 bars. Two. The two. New five cent Cynthia Sweets Coconut Cream Bar is a treat. You just. You just can't beat. So, that's, uh, that's the idea that they wanted us to get across, and, uh, we've forgotten about the Cynthia Sweets chocolates. We haven't been talking much about those. Uh, Norm, you just handed me this card from Victor Records, and the first record I see that they mentioned as being released on September 26th, which is today, is by Mindy Carson. She's quite a gal with a song, they say. Had a good uh, write-up in life this week. You just see, used to be a tomboy. Maybe mm. he still is, I don't know, but he's receiving applause from not only the public, but the music world. Mm. And uh, I'm sorry to say she won't be our guest this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Would you like to rehearse your sportscast for 1.35? Bob, I came in here for a little entertainment today. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's enough. A little thing. joy out of life, a little mm-hmm. few smiles, a couple of laughs. Well, I'll tell you this. I mean, it's hard to go through life facing the very various tribulations, the trying parts of the day, Unless someplace along the line, a bit of happiness can fall your way. But so far, I ain't heard nothing to laugh at. Well, you about summed it all up in a nutshell, I'd say, and you've left us all crying. <laughs> Thanks for adding this bright note to the program. No, I'll tell you why there hasn't been anything entertaining so far. I didn't write a script today because I figured that uh, we'd have our mystery band leader come in and we could talk with him and probably spend most of the time. And he called me about quarter of one and said he wouldn't be here until one fifteen. It's one fifteen now and he isn't here. <laughs> All right, you're going to be surprised if you haven't already guessed who it is. I know who it is. I know you know who it is. You've known right along, but you have had the decency to keep your mouth shut. Prominent they... South Shore merchant now. He is? Entrepreneur. No, he runs a restaurant. And uh, I, I think most everybody's guessed it, but I don't want to say it until he gets here. So, uh, mm-hmm. yes, and steaks and chocolate. One order fried clams to go. And here, he, he has one place. This this fellow has one particular restaurant where you can get peas mixed with carrots if you want them that way. But I don't like peas mixed with carrots. You have to take them that way at this place. Well, I know I just won't have them that salt. Well, I want the carrots on one side of the plate and the peas on the other. Well, we can't arrange that. I'll mix them myself. Say, I see where New England Retail is taking another flyer with our show today. <laughs> They're back with us. Boy, they have carrots. And they have the same old copy, too. But it is a good deal, nevertheless. Have you looked at your living room set lately? Yes, I have. Well, is your sofa and your chairs worn and drab-looking? They're not only worn, are they? They're tied by string. 
Well, you know what you should do, of course. Contact New England Retail Company here in Boston right away. I don't think they'll take the job. They, they will take any job, believe me. This is the only furniture company in Boston about which Marie Wilson speaks very highly. You call Capital 74040 right now, and because of special summer inventory markdowns on all their lovely fabrics, New England Retail can rebuild and recover your sofa and a chair for only 49.50. How much? 49.50. That sounds reasonable. There's no charge for pickup or delivery. You get brand new cushions, new springs, and bright new coverings. Over 300 different materials to choose from. Mm-hmm. The framework is strengthened. Given a bright glossy or a hand-rubbed French finish. All furniture is insured while in the possession of the New England Retail Company, and all work is guaranteed. Easy terms, 10% down, 15 months to pay. Bob, there's some uncouth people in the studio who are busily engaged in conversation while you're trying to talk about New England Retail. They probably have a sofa and living room set that looks fine, and they don't need this information. Probably they have Probably haven't even got a sulfur diver. Well, that could be too. That's this probably is, the truth. This is for people who need to have their their drab-looking, worn-out sofas and chairs fixed up. And I know that you're one of those. That's right. So I'm trying to sell to you and anyone else who happens to be listening. Your sofa looks very drab. I noticed it the other day. <laughs> With uh, see four children jumping on it every day, though. Oh, it's, it's you know me can't keep. Things looking too well that way. It's used as a springboard. Yes, but uh, diving. It's, a, it's used as a spring from the sofa to the top of the piano, and the the piano is used as a skating ring. I might add. Oh, great! Well, you know that you can have your sofa and chair rebuilt and recovered now, and fabrics have been marked down for the summer. It's a good thing too because fall is here at New England Retail Company and everywhere else. One thirteen Causeway Street in Boston. Huh? What? They're not either. They do a wonderful job. And all you have to do, if you'd like to have them call at your house, is call Capital 74040 right now. You ask for Miss Barry. So far, I ain't heard nothing funny. Ask for Miss Barry. She's got a load of gags. That's Capital 74040. Now we join our West Coast audience. One moment, please. Here we are back with part two of Matinee with Bob and Ray. I suppose we should have a song to usher in this great occasion, shouldn't we? No, I haven't heard from Ray yet. He's got another week of his vacation to serve, you know. What's your second song going to happen? Song of Indians? Now, this is this the Tommy Dorsey arrangement? All right. Little Kenneth Wilson, age nine, and little Bill Green, age seven, patter over to the organ and piano. They there they go. They put their music all spread out. Remember, phone number in the Honor City, which is Boston, is capital 74040. That'll get a lot of calls. Ask, you may vote by asking for Miss Barry. Here they are now in Song of India. Thank you. 
that isn't really happening to us, is it? That we're listening to music by you two fellas. Were we really listening to that? Seemed like a dream. Ken and Bill with Song of India. Well, sir, we, uh, the day has been saved. We have our mystery band leader here. And as you may have guessed, and as we will announce at this moment, the man who had the band on that record of Cover Me Up for the Sunshine of Virginia was none other than Maury Pearl. Maury, welcome to Matinee with Bob and Ray. Good to have you here. Well, I'm glad to be here. We should, uh, that, that's for the uh, for the television cameras. We just shook hands there. Tell us a little bit about your uh, that record. We, you know, we fooled an awful lot of people. We played it. Hollis Gray was played sax on that. That's right. Hollis Gray played sax. Curly uh, Stevens played uh, alto. Yeah. Bob played uh, second alto. Yeah. Don't mind me smoking this. Oh, I love okay. the guys. Oh. <laughs> we'll give you a I like to check this. You are smoking a cigarette there. I <laughs> go ahead. And uh, I believe it was Leo Kahn uh, played piano. Yeah. And when was that record made? It was way uh, back in the early twenties, wasn't it? Yeah, about nineteen twenty-eight. Twenty-eight, it was. That's right. Well, we knew it was quite uh, quite ancient. It was made in New York. It was on the Brunswick label. That's right, Brunswick label. That was one of the clues we gave. You had a band for how many years, Maury? Oh, for approximately, yeah, 20 years. 20 years. And you played all of the, the top spots around Boston. I know a lot of the people who listen to us uh, have danced to your music in the past. When did you when did you give the band up? Uh, about, uh, oh, 12 years ago. 12 years ago. And then you went into the the restaurant business. Well, I, yeah, but I knew a lot about the restaurant. I worked in hotels, you know, yeah. bus boys. You pick up a lot that oh, way. I picked up a lot of that. <laughs> as silverware, we didn't pick pretty. up any silverware. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no, but I, I know you do. Uh, ever since Ray and I have been, been playing places like the Somerset and the Casino at Magnolia, and with Sammy Eisen's able guidance, we've been able to pick up a lot of things. Well, has he got all his hair? He hasn't got any more of it than he's had for quite a while. But he, he still looks the, the blooming youth that he is. Is that that not seen for you? Well, I thought maybe Sammy would drop up today, but he hasn't put in an appearance for quite a while. So uh, uh, you left uh, you left the band go, and you went into uh, becoming a restaurateur, huh? That's right. And that's, uh, of course, famous Maury Pearls down in Quincy on the Southern Artery that a great many people, including myself, pass every day. Incidentally, I remember you said that you would give a a clam dinner to those ten winners. That's right. I've been announcing that, so we got to come through. Well, you just send them down to us. Okay. We'll take care of them. Very nice. Well, we've written to all of them today, and they will have instructions. Uh, give us a little bit of information about Hollis. Was he really the musician he's cracked up? Uh, Hollis, Hollis played beautiful saxes you hear on that record. It was, uh, what kind of sax were they? Uh, he, you know, he played beautiful, and... Uh, if you listen to that record very careful, you'll find that he had a tone uh, fully as good as Guy Lombardo, the same style. Mm-hmm. That slurry, pretty, yeah. you know. And uh, he, of course, he was the lead sax man in the outfit, wasn't he? He was. What was the biggest record you made? <clears throat> uh, the, the, uh, well, I mean, the, the biggest seller in those days. I know they didn't put as much uh, emphasis on records, I guess, uh, back in the 20s as they have lately. But uh, did you have any that really sold a lot of yeah. copies? Uh, I love you. Yeah. I love you. Well, I I've well, heard a singer, but <laughs> I've heard it. And uh, the other side of this, covering up with the sunshine of Virginia, had a had a 
big record artist. He called me on the phone the other day. Smiles playing my song. Smiles playing my song. I don't remember that one. Can you, of course, remember that? Yes, he did. That was found at the found in the basement of the Brookline Music and Radio Company. Mr. Mr. Parsi finds out there for you. He did. Well, I don't know how many copies of that are around, Maury. Uh, several of the of the uh, ten winners that we had who identified your band said that they had copies of that record around the house. And they heard it on the air, and they remembered that they had them. They, they dug the records out, and that was it by George. You think you'll ever go back into the music business? I don't yeah. think so, no. You, I bet you have a collection of uh, a lot of your own records. No, I haven't. You don't? No, I haven't. Got, I've only got one record. And that's the record that you played here today. Same one. How many copies of that do you suppose are still in existence now? I can't imagine. It might be maybe a hundred, maybe less. Oh, we had quite a lot of mail, and it was uh, quite amazing how how few right answers we had, considering your popularity and and fame, not only in these parts, but around the country. We had uh, a good return on it. The people who did guess it right were really going out there and working for their prizes. Well, I want to thank you for dropping up. Please. Well, I'm I glad to be here. And I called Maury this morning about quarter of ten, and uh, he sounded a little bit tired. I didn't know whether he really <laughs> realized that we wanted him to drop up or not, but we certainly do appreciate it. Well, I'm glad to be here. And I see I've finally have seen your, seen your place down there so often. There's up the gray out. Hello, Hollis. You'll notice he doesn't have any more hair than I can either. <laughs> well, so that about wraps things up for this afternoon, I think. Let me check the schedule here. Tomorrow we'll be back again at uh, 1 o'clock with matinee. Music of Ken and Bill. Dolly Burgoyne at the controls. Ray will be back on Monday, but no doubt Al Burns will be with us tomorrow. We have a special guest on Wednesday, too. Young fellow's very fine voice. We met the other night on Greenwald and Sickwood. He's going to drop in for a song, I think. So until tomorrow, this is Bob Elliott with I thank you for joining us. Thanks again to Morning Pearl for dropping in. And to all of you who took part in our mystery band We'll look for you tomorrow. Go and hang by your thumbs and ride if you get work. You've given up the special for tomorrow, huh?